0: You're listening to the Fitzy and Whipper podcast. Really excited about this because, I mean, Scotty Pate, we know the Barefoot Investor and how important he's been for finance, but we want to focus on the kids. And, and you know, as Scott's always said, that the next generation is the one that we need to look after. And as parents now, it is so vital that we teach our kids about money. His new book, Barefoot Kids, Your Epic Money Adventure, is out now
1: online in all good bookstores, and he joins us now. Scotty Pate. you. Good morning, guys. How are you going? Scotty, we're good, mate. Before we get on to the book, I mean, we had a beer not long ago. Scotty said to me, Mate, forget everything, buy a racehorse and a boat. It's a really good investment. No, I, <laughs> <Not so laughs> I,
2: actually, I actually think that I was talking about Dogecoin. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. Scotty, can you remember rightly? I think so. Scotty, can
1: you tell me? We were talking about this the other day the idea of people's quiet quitting that goes on and you you live out in the country don't you and you've you know you have a quiet life in terms of people being able to access you but you're still getting your job done in a sense yeah you work for yourself but people kind of not needing that desire to climb the corporate ladder just getting their job done so they can really focus on living life
2: yeah i can i can tell you that uh you know obviously i live out, out on a farm i'm doing this from my farm. Um, and I think COVID, that's one thing that's come out of COVID. People have realised that they don't have to travel 45 minutes into in a public transport to shuffle emails around and then go home. So the idea that you can work from home obviously has been a big one. And I can tell you just around my area, um, there is so many people doing the tree change and moving out here. Mm. It's a really good thing.
0: Um, can we talk about? All right, let's let's focus on the kids. Can I ask you, Scotty? What what age do kids start understanding the concept of money? Is there a certain age, or is is it up to the parents teaching them?
2: I think it's it's, it's up to the parents teaching them. Like I've got a four year old, and she goes, and we live on a farm, obviously. So she goes and collects the eggs. Yep. Sometimes they get scrambled. That's okay. Yep. Um, but effectively, all I'm trying to do is not really teach them about money. It money's just sort of the tool to actually teach them to get out of bed and and enjoy working to, you know, to save up for a goal, like to to achieve a goal and to actually be kind and generous. So maybe you you might want to buy some ploughs for Gran or that sort of thing. So for me, it's not so much about money. It's more about the ideas
1: behind it. Because, I mean, I I don't know if we created the wrong idea, but, you know, we do a lot of, we've got two jars at home for Ted and Jack for the boys six and seven. And if they do something, you know, you can get a dollar, that kind of thing. Um, Good yeah it's good it works but it becomes a bit disposable as well because you're using it as a very easy card to play for one of the kids and secondly when there's money going into the jar there's a lack of i suppose structure in it because they're not they're not working towards one thing like Mm -hmm. they're not going okay well there's when i can get thirty dollars i know i can buy that one thing so i I think with those ideas you kind of you, you need to carry it through don't you
2: yeah, and you know one of the things, like I'm a I'm a dad of four kids under the age of nine, so my wow. life is just um, a nightmare most of the time. <laughs> it's a total shemuzzle. Um What I try to do with this book is to actually write directly to kids, so it's for the primary kids between five and say fourteen or thereabouts. Mm. But it's written directly to the kids, so the parents obviously have control. But what I wanted is the kids to actually take this on board, and my- oh.
1: My Scotty, you're breaking up. You might need to climb to the top of the next hill. <laughs> Yeah, have we lost him?
0: Yeah, there, yeah, there. Ooh, we've ooh. got you now, Scotty. Just take a, t- take a step to the left, and we'll have a chat to you a little bit more as well, Scotty. At the moment, with our the economy, the global economy around the world, it is pretty scary. I mean, our kids are exposed to all this cryptocurrency now as well. When we talk about kids saving their money, okay, for something that they want, or the the one question I want to ask you, Scotty, is that I was never taught by my parents about investing, so putting money aside and putting into something that will grow uh, with years to come. You know, it was always the dollar mite account. That's yeah. all we really had growing mm-hmm. up. So so how do we do that with our kids and and talk about investing, that if we can leave this money in there for a certain amount of time, you can watch it grow?
2: Yes. One of the things that I um, do in the book uh, is I talk about investing uh, in a way that's really simple. So it's kind of like a I, I make the analogy of an apple tree. You plant a little tree, and the longer you leave it, the more apples it grows. Um, But more so than that, I've got a little girl who's eight years old uh, who actually explains to the kids in the book that she's investing. So the old days of having to have a thousand bucks to actually start an investment account don't exist anymore. You can actually download an app on mum or dad's phone and start investing for as little as five bucks. Then what our job as parents to do is to say every time you drive through Macca's, hey, Macca's, you actually own part of McDonald's. Hey, those Nikes that you've got, you actually own part of of Nike. Gotcha. Those sorts of ways of just making it sort of normalised for the kids so that they're not 40 or 50 and freaking out when they have to go and sort out their super in front of a financial planner. It's just something they've always done.
0: So, so stock market is still big for you, you know, investing into companies that you think are, you know, for kids. I mean, Disney's another one as well that a lot of kids like to invest in. Is that still the big one for you, Scotty?
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, um, you get an index fund, so you own all the biggest companies in the world. It makes it really simple for us as parents because, you know, I play this game with my kids all the time, although they are the Barefoot Investors kids. Do we own that? Disney, yes, you do. Netflix, yes, you do. Apple, yes, you do. So it's just that idea that, you know, with a small amount of money, you can own all the biggest companies in the world. And and just that idea of the kids understanding that is a life-changing.
1: Okay. That's great, isn't it? Because growing up your fits. it was like, well, no, that's not part of our world yeah. because that's, that's grown-up stuff. That's adult stuff. So investing, share market, whatever that might look like, yeah. that's something you do when I, you get I a do, lot older. I do
0: love the kids rocking up to school, though, um, Scotty, and saying to their classmates that they own Netflix. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Dad said Absolutely. we did. Absolutely, and I've got a guy that, that says I don't ha- I don't eat the bunning sausage. I own the bunny. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh,
1: that is great.
0: What a great message, Scotty. No, it is. It is a great book, Scotty, and, and especially one for kids because I mean, Barefoot Investor. We read it to our kids and we try to explain it, but the, uh, this this way is the best way to do it through your books. And we really appreciate your time, buddy.
2: Thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate it. And I was joking about the Dogecoin. We, we are not investing in dogecoin Oh, guys. my no. no. <laughs> Stay away from crypto, Scotty. Yeah, absolutely. Well done. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Thanks, guys.
0: You're listening to the Fitzy and Whipper podcast.